defenses. Initiate bank protocol. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for episode three of our uh, Halloween season spooktacular, uh, spooky time, all that good stuff. Uh, today, we are uh, uh, talking about a, uh, a multiplayer survival horror first person shooter game uh, series. Um, uh, collection of games that really uh, are classics and uh, and were hugely important in our lives uh, many years ago and uh, and are are surprisingly important in our lives right now as we're playing through the uh, spiritual successor. Of course, we're talking about Turtle Rock Studios, Left for Dead, Left for Dead Two, and the newly released Back for Blood. I'm your host, Palm Reader. I'm here with my uh, my bird boy, Otis. Otis, you ready to get into some zombie killing? Yeah, I'm ready to hack some uh, infected, some ridden, uh, some zombies, some uh, what I learned are extraterrestrials, actually, in Bat for Blood. Um, So, you know what? It's a a mix of... uh, just uh you know just the shit world going the shit and people turning into monsters and uh you know there's nothing like the world going to shit and people turning into monsters then getting to kill those monsters with a couple of your buddies so yeah. uh joining here, here up, we are here we are yeah. um yeah i guess we should say as i said back for blood is not a direct sequel uh, to the Left 4 Dead franchise. Um, it's the same uh, uh, company, uh, parent company. Same studio. That, same studio. Basically the same exact style of gameplay. Some switches, obviously different characters, different story. Um, some added gameplay really stuff. really only different yeah. in name, kind of. But uh, uh, It pretty much is Left 4 Dead 3, uh, except they, I guess, didn't hold the rights to the IP or something was going on with that where they just had to kind of make Back for yeah. Blood. Uh, yeah, which I is, believe Valve has, still has the rights to the Left for Dead franchise and Turtle Rock was working underneath them. But now, I guess, Turtle Rock as a studio separated from Valve. And so this uh, game... Like they developed it and it was, uh, I guess, published by Warner Brothers Games or something like that. I don't know how games work. Like developers are the people that make the games and then publishers are like an overarching company that like, I guess, like, you know, brands it and like sells it to the masses, I guess. Is that how that works? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure either, but um, I do remember after Left 4 Dead 2 came out that there were rumblings that a third one was going to come out from valve. And I remember how excited I was, but then they kept shutting it down. Um, I don't really know the story fully there, but I, as you said, um, excuse me, as you said that, that uh, turtle rock was working under valve uh, Mm -hmm. and then, and then they went their own way and created back for blood, which is same style of gameplay uh, same general idea. It's just kind of the the story's slightly different, and as you said, more characters, different characters, and uh, and and the um, 
story is longer. And so it's a much longer game than uh yeah like the campaign layout is different like left for dead was like there's four campaigns each one has like three to five levels in it and they all follow the general same layout you know the first couple levels are mostly you just go and checkpoint the checkpoint some obstacles in the way and then the last level is always like there's a giant horde it's sort of like boss sort of level and then at the end there's the campaign yeah, so that's 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 it. And we're, then you decide, do you want to play a different one? Play that one again, play it at a different difficulty. Whatever. And of course, there were DLCs that were added to it that connected the story of the first game to the second game and mm-hmm. added extra stuff to uh, kind of new new locations and flush out the story and stuff, which will happen with Back for Blood. I mean, they've already said that there's going to be annual passes where DLCs are going to be released uh, uh, um sporadically through the year that it go deeper into the story and add new and written and uh, new uh, locations and all that stuff. But um, they are separate entities, but they're pretty much the same game. Like if you wanted left for dead three back for blood is that they've improved the director AI they've improved, um, you know, with the PS five, uh, having the haptic controls and the feedback on the controller. And, um, but it, overall it's, it is similar. It's just a bit wider scope and it builds towards, um, the difference between left for dead games and back for blood spoiler mm-hmm. alert, even though we haven't personally finished it, it ends in a really, really big boss battle, um, which is vi- different that, than the left for dead games where it was more, you were trying to get out alive and trying to survive back for blood is more like you're playing a character. Who's a cleaner, whose job is to get rid of the ridden or the infected, whatever we want to call them. Um, And, and that the end comes to a large, huge showdown that leaves it open for whatever the DLCs are going to be and whatever future games Mm -hmm. come and stuff like that. Um, But That being said, if you don't look into the lore of the game and you don't pay attention while you're playing it, you don't really get the stories. They kind of just play as episodic, uh, well, in the Left 4 Dead series, they're literally each campaign's like marketed as like its own like separate movie, which is like cool. And the like this levels are acts are literal acts of a movie. And then if you beat the level at the end, there's a credit sequence and then it tells you all your stats and whatnot. Yeah. And then in this one, they don't have that, but they do have the acts and then the chapters within the acts. Um, So, but it's not, they don't do the like credit rolls and back for blood or anything like that. They just, Mm -hmm. it kind of goes through as a, as a one story and the, and they do it's the same thing if you aren't paying attention to what the all the chatter and stuff that's going on like if you're playing one of these games with a bunch of your friends and you're all talking you're going to miss most of the story points but it, it plays easy enough that yeah. you don't really need to hear the story points you're just like i'm trying to hit this dude this zombie dude with a back f- yeah f- covered in nails or i'm trying the to story is like almost like tertiary in like the point like there's like the game and then there's like the objectives which are like you're more worried about you're more worried about the zombies and then like the dialogue you're like whatever and you'll pick up some things there are cut scenes but few, few and far between few and far between um but that was the same with left for dead again these games are are we're, we're lumping them together one because we wanted to talk about left for dead one left for dead two as they are important in our lives. I mean, I played, I spent probably two years playing Left 4 Dead 2 
before going to, you know, with having a couple beers with my buddy, John, uh, shout right. out John. Uh, and, and we would at U of T and we would just run left for dead Two like every yeah. day with some beers and, and go out, go out to the bar. Left for dead two is like up there with halo three for probably like most hours logged on the Xbox three. Yeah. Yeah. That and, and like gears of war. Like those are like my top three, definitely most played games for sure. Anyway, so to give you a rundown of the uh, uh, of the games themselves, Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 follow two separate groups of survivors of a of an outbreak of something called the Green yeah. Flu uh, that turns people into hyper aggressive zombies, for lack of a better word, uh, the infected, and you are trying to find uh, a way to survive. That's pretty much both of the yeah. the games. The first one takes place throughout a uh, kind of city and countryside of uh, it's more like i don't know exactly where it's supposed to be but it's it's more kind of um uh northeast kind of area you know major city well, vibes yeah. and stuff and then the, and the second one goes to new orleans um i'm yeah, sure I, south. yeah the second one's the south the first one is uh i'm sure i could find uh, uh i think it's sort of also the south but um, but like there's different levels because in the first game you go from the hospital level to the bridge and the airport then the farm level and then there's a DLC of another uh, level and then I think there's another one that like connects it with the uh, second game and yeah yeah four so, survivors so the the, the four ones were the no mercy which is the hospital and running through the city. Yep. Death Toll, which is the small town. Uh, Dead Air, which is... also has the bridge at the end, which is always a pain in the ass. And then the Dead Air, which is the Bond City and Airport. Then after that, you had Blood Harvest, which is the farm. That's my cat knocking things down. That was the hard one where you had to fucking fight at the... There's like a farm. You're just in a house, basically. You just have to fend off the house and then level. No Mercy, you end on the rooftop. Death Toll, you end on the bridge. Dead Air, you're just in the airport. Yeah, and then the added ones were Crash Course, which was in the industrial outskirts between No Mercy and Death Toll, and then the Sacrifice is the three-level final campaign that connects uh, the first game with the second game, and uh, and and you see both characters interact with one another, or both sets of characters, sorry, uh, interact with one another. And uh, and that's that's where they they connect with with uh, each other. But um, mm-hmm. the games, as you said, you're going for an objective. You're trying to get yeah. uh, uh, to safety in both of the games uh, with various different sort of like cats. Right, the characters here, um, like in between all the madness of zombies and like you know the and the like level design which at times it's like labyrinthian it's like fuck it gets confusing because you know just how the game itself is that each playthrough slightly different so sometimes doors that you know we thought thought you could you went through last time don't go through this time you know but even the players the characters themselves like in the small dialogue that they do have the characters really have like a sense of humor like the game is fun to play and it's not like it's not sad and brooding like the characters are cracking jokes and stuff especially in the second one the second one is really funny yeah with ellis and coach and nick and yeah um but yeah no the the first one you have the one uh like the war vet guy 
and the like the young girl and then the two other guys but yeah yeah, the second one like with coach and um uh ellis nick and what's the other girls rochelle rochelle's the like the one part where they go to like in the carnival level where you end up in the concert part and he's like oh the uh what's the band the midnight riders i love that band and he's just like the whole level he's going off about how much he loves this band um it's it's yeah i mean the, the games aren't like i don't know how to put this like the games are scary in the way that's fun like i like playing these games and i love playing back for blood and as i'm playing through it because um you know there's never well one you can play it on like really easy and just enjoy the playthrough yeah uh and just it's just fun on. to be with your friends and and um and just, you know, absolutely smashing all these zombies, like wave after wave of zombies. And I like that you brought up the whole, the AI that switches things. That's what they call the director. Uh, and the director um, is an artificial intelligence uh, 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 program that changes the playthrough every time uh, in the first two Left for Dead games but it it changes it slightly so there's like a percentile chance that certain things are going to happen or certain infected are going to show up Mm -hmm. where the where the um the kind of heavy infected the mutations spawn um where where hordes spawn where alarms are or where things might go off and you see that in back for blood with the corruption cards we'll talk about back for blood afterwards but we'll just stick with these um and so it makes it more exciting. And of course, as the, as the level of difficulty goes up, so does the possibility for friendly fire, the amount of friendly fire that people take, yeah. the amount of extra health, the, uh, the special infected have the number of common infected and hordes that you run into. Um, sometimes you'll have things suddenly have countdowns where there weren't countdowns and things like that. So it really, it really does make it harder, but eventually after you've played long enough, running through it on the hardest difficulty, isn't that hard because you've played enough that, you know, probably which options going to pop up and where, you know, things are for certain and da, 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 da. And it just becomes a lot easier. Um, but getting to that point, uh, it is a bit of a grind. It is a bit of like, there is an aspect of you only have a certain amount of time to search for things in some levels. So you don't know where the things are until your fourth or fifth playthrough. Um, and you know, also like as the, I mean, I guess we should explain the special or boss infected. Um, yeah. So you get the regular in yeah, left for dead than back for blood, obviously. And in the first left for dead, there's only, there's fewer special infected. That's very true. You yeah. have the first yeah. one only in has Left for Dead in the very first one. There's five infected. So you have the Boomer, who is the fat dude that spits bile. Uh, we have the Hunter, who uh, I guess jumps and like pins you down and just fucks you up. Yeah. Uh, then there's the Smoker. He's a hoodie. Who has... He looks like Eminem. What? <laughs> Sorry, I said the Hunter's <laughs> always wearing a hoodie. He looks like Eminem. Yeah. In wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. He does look like he does look like Eminem. Like if you saw Eminem in an alleyway and you start a fight with him, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then the smoker, which uh, you know, um, really just trailer park trash, smoking. Uh, they have a long tongue, which they uh, restrict you with. Uh, the kind of like a just the most white trash boa constrictor possible. Yeah, and then um, if you kill it, it it it, it explodes into yeah. a, a thing of smoke, which which obscured your vision. And then we have the tank. Uh, who's just a, a big motherfucker. Uh, he's not to be trifled with. Uh, he will uh, come up to you and just punch you like a motherfucker and send you flying. He'll throw a fucking car at you. Uh, he's pretty ruthless. Um, and those are the four main ones in the game. Those are the four that you can also play as in multiplayer, which is also a very fun mode in these games. But then the fifth special infected is the uh, the mommy bitch of them all? Uh. Yeah, the the one that was. Uh, I mean, at the start, again, when you start playing it through, the witch is horrifying. She just sits yeah. there, rocking back and forth and wailing. And if you get too close or you shoot anywhere near her, you shine your light at her for too long. She looks up at you and then starts screaming uncontrollably and will chase you until either she is dead or you are dead. And that yeah. is the, uh, and that's, you know, that was, that, that was scary by the, by the time we got to the look comfortable with the game though, you know, you wouldn't really be yeah. scared about the witch. You'd be like, okay, run up, shoot her five times in the yeah. face with you the shotgun. You just gotta go like, who's done. got the shotgun? Who's yeah. got like the powered up rifle? Just go, just dome her in the head a couple times and she's done. But in like hardest mode, if she hits you once, you're dead instant. It's an instant yeah. kill. It's an instant kill. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then t pair that with the AI director, the procedural narrative that changes where they show up in each of the map. And as you go up in the heart in difficulty and levels of difficulty, the game got more intense. But it was a pretty straight line. The point of the game is to get to safety and kill as many zombies as you can. And that was it. Uh, um, but at the time, there wasn't a lot of games like this. Um, that, that, I mean, it, it kind of combined first person shooter with, uh, kind of the zombie fever that was going on in a way that could be both challenging and fun. It's scary, but also very satisfying when you, when you, uh, get through, um, harder difficulties or you finish stories. Uh, and it just, it just worked really, really well together. Um, and also with the different survivors playing as them, like you said, you would hear different quips, different, uh, you get different kind of like line deliveries and different, you know, and, uh, and so it was really great. And, and, and Left 4 Dead 1 was, was, uh, kind of a cornerstone game that did, a, did a lot and, uh, and it hit at the right time during the kind of height of the, uh, of the zombie craze, uh, in came out in 2008. Good Lord. That makes me feel old. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. If you don't know about, about, uh, uh, um, left for dead, or you've never played it. It still is available on steam. Uh, and I'm pretty sure if you have an Xbox, you can play it. Um, don't quote me on that, but I feel. I don't even know if Xbox 360 like that live service is still even. Online. No, I think they have it. I think it on like uh you, on a, the new Xbox that can do like a bunch of cross 
like play a bunch of old games and stuff. I think it is available, but I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I read that. Mm. Um, but uh, it was uh, won a lot of publication awards, uh, and people really liked it. It was uh, uh, hugely popular. Uh, and it did really well. I have a lot of fond memories of playing it. It got a lot of, it got, you know, Metacritic 89, 1UP gave it A-, minus, Edge 9 out of 10, Eurogamer 9 out of 10, uh, you know, Game Informer gave it 9.25, GameSpot 8.5 out of 10, GameSpy 4.5. Overall, we're saying Left 4 Dead 1, really good game, yeah. really cr- well critically recepted, and that's going to be the building block that we go forward talking about the next two games which are i mean left for dead 2 to me is uh takes everything good about left for dead and just makes it even better like i love left yeah. for dead 2 like that's the one that's my bread and butter um yeah that's the jam yeah that's, that's the jam yeah. but i felt like this was a good way to set it up to explain kind of what the first game is about and and how you how you uh you know you you play as one of four protagonists, dub survivors against hordes of the infected, trying to find safety, and you play with your friends. You could play with AI characters and mm-hmm. and single player, which, is fun. which you can do it through all of the games, yeah. including Back for Blood. But which le- is like fun sometimes, like because these games are also fun. Like back then, it was fun to achievement hunt in these games, and like some of them, it'd be like only do a campaign only with meleeing so you go on like the easiest difficulty of ai and just melee way your way through an entire yeah. campaign and it does and, it does say sorry just to circle back set during the aftermath of a zombie outbreak on the east coast so it is mostly was, based on yeah. the north like on the east coast going from i guess somewhere in new york downwards um but yeah. it's more like the valleys deciduous trees that kind of you know, that kind of East coast, uh, atmosphere. Whereas the second game you end in new in New Orleans. So, or New Orleans, as they say, uh, so you, you, you end there and you go through a little bit more of, uh, kind of Southern America, uh, uh, not Southern America, but like the Southern States of America. And it's got a little bit more of like, a like the first one's very dark. I, f- I found like the first game is a very like, dark colored game whereas the second one is a little bit brighter like a lot of some of the missions are are in like broad daylight and it's very bright and very you know which was good too because it 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 contrasted the first game um Mm -hmm. but yeah so you run through and and there was also an eight a four-player co-op mode uh, eight player online versus mode and then a four player survival mode uh and the eight player online versus mode would uh allow you to play as if you were to uh I, wasn't it you could play four people were the undead and then four people were the survivors is that uh yeah yeah and pretty so, much yeah. so the four people online playing as the uh whichever sp- uh, boss infected or special infected that they wanted to play as you would have access to their special abilities and you would stalk the four other players while there were swarms of zombies coming to kill them at the same time now we should yeah. say so those players like the p- people that are playing as the humans they're just playing basic they're just playing the game basically as it normally is they're just going along going from checkpoint to checkpoint whereas then if you're the infected 
you you get to like hang out like on a roof, wait for them, plot traps, and you can like set them up using like your different abilities. So like you could go and like be like, oh, I'm gonna spit acid here, and then go and like get a guy stuck in the acid. Because in the, in Left 4 Dead 2, there's also new infected as well. Yeah, so we'll get to that in just in just a moment. I was just gonna say. In all of the modes, this director AI controls the pacing and item placements, and that creates a more like, I, I want to say dynamic playthrough and replayability and stuff, um, which I really, really, uh, again, I love. I think it's outstanding. Um, yeah, it really makes it, like Left 4 Dead, like they really are like some of the most replayable games just because of like this feature, even though like, now, as we'll get to Back for Blood, you know, introduces some things that, you know, even ups to Annie with this future. But even back then, it was like, oh, this is so <laughs> much fun. Like, yeah, like just the small, just the small instances and like, you know, just this, just the small, unique twists in every playthrough. It's just like, it's just enough to make you be like, yeah, this is fun to play every single time. And you know what? And it would actually throw wrenches in your gameplay because say you did mm -hmm. the one, the one act of the first you're the one, the one chapter of the first act. And the first oh, yeah. two times you played through, you would find, oh, the shotgun is here. I find a yeah. shotgun and ammo here in this room. And then say you up the level of difficulty and you go to that room and it's not there, but you were basing the way you were going to run that act uh, or that chapter of that act through the fact that you're like, I know if I go here, there's a shotgun. So if I'm out of ammo with this gun, I can get the shotgun for fighting the bosses that come after. Well, say you show up and then the shotgun's not there, but the bosses still come or say you, you go there and the shotgun is there, but then something different happens afterwards where you would have better used the automatic weapon, right? Like they kind of like set it up in a way that sometimes it could really throw wrenches in your plan. Um, and then, yeah, like, cause sometimes some playthroughs you'll get similar stuff. So you'll be like, okay, there's a whole, there's been a horde here most of the time. And then a playthrough suddenly there's just nothing there and you're just like okay cruising along and then out of nowhere there's a hundred zombies coming at you and sometimes like you really get fucking caught off guard oh like, yeah if you like because like if the right combination of like special infected get you and like if you're because sometimes like and this is the thing that i find especially in these games that happens to me if you're really fucking up zombies, you can get really cocky and arrogant and get really ahead of yourself. Yeah. And if you get ahead of like your team and you walk into like a trap and there's like all of a sudden three special infected and you're fucked up and then your team's rushing to try to save you, then they're getting caught in traps. And the next thing you know, it's just disaster. And you're like, we were so good 20 seconds ago. And then what the fuck happened? It's, and, and it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. I mean, Back for Blood ups the ante on that. I mean, we were just playing a couple days ago and that exact thing happened where we were like, yeah, we're killing it. Everything's good. What the fuck is that? Uh, and then we lost and then we got killed. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, you know, that's part of the thing that makes the game so much fun. Um, and, you know, the, the, uh, the, <laughs> um, the one thing that I, I'm sad that they don't have, I mean, maybe they do have it in, 
in uh, uh, Back for Blood. I, I don't I haven't tried, but they did have dual wielding dual wielding pistols in the first two games, which I really liked. Um, the first uh, 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 game only had a um, hunting rifle, pump shot, pump action shotgun, full auto assault rifle, semi automatic shotgun, a submachine gun, and a pistol. Um, yeah. but it also had, um, uh, Molotov cocktail pipe, pipe bomb and, uh, and for, and first aid kit grenades, uh, pain pills, all of these other secondary things that can help you. The Molotov cocktail will start a fire, which will light the infected that run through on fire. The pipe bomb will beep over and over again, which will attract all of them and take them away. There was, there's ways that you can kind of work together in each playthrough, depending on what gun you have, will put you in a different position because a shotgun is definitely like an up, up front. You want to be as close as you possibly can. Whereas if you're using Mm -hmm. a scoped hunting rifle, you want to be far away. All of these things add into the way that the game winds up playing out and how each time you run through, it's a bit different. And so I think, you know, in doing this the way that they put it together is one of the things that made the game so much fun so replayable as you said and it did so so well but then then we had the sequel left for dead 2 uh left for dead 2 it came out in 2009 and uh it builds upon the the left for dead i should say both left for dead and left for dead 2 were based on the source engine from valve and that's how it was the subsidiary turtle rock was working under valve um and if you know about the source engine you know about source and you know about valve and their time pretty well dominating a lot of the video game world uh good if you if you don't go play team fortress and and left for dead 2 and uh, what's some other portal. games? The portal uh, and and uh, and um, uh, Half Life too, obviously. Um, yeah. But anyway, they they came out with Left 4 Dead Two, which, as we said, it's it's a uh, it's a first person shooter, heavy emphasis on survival, cooperative gameplay. The AI director is back, uh, and it's pretty well the same. You're running through the missions, but the missions were bigger, um, and uh, and there were more. Uh, um, infected. That's when you got the charger, the spitter, yes. and the jockey. Uh, the jockey will yeah. jump onto your back and and steer you in off of a cliff. Or, <laughs> it's like he literally pulls your hair and like maneuvers you. He like ratatouilles you pretty much. <laughs> and he's this it's tiny little guy. And didn't on he used to laugh? Like you. I feel like that's what he would when he was coming. He'd be like. Rah, rah. Yeah. <laughs> you laugh the spitter yeah, and he's small he's literally he's like a horse jockey yeah he's like yeah. a horse jockey that's what he's, i guess that's where he got his name the spitter yeah. uh and female inf- infected that spits out balls of stomach acid and it splatters everywhere and if you get it on you it takes your health down and leaves a puddle yeah, of goo so and you kill it kind of similar to the boomer but has different like because the boomer, I don't think the bile doesn't hurt you. It just makes the infected attracted to you. Whereas the spitter, their acid, like that burns you. So like sometimes uh, you'll you'll get combo fucked where like a spitter will spit acid and then a jockey will jump on you and just run you into the acid. And then you'll yeah. just burn the death in acid. And then the charger, uh, big guy, one large arm, he charges into you and then carries carries you away and throws you into the wall and holds you down on the ground. They'll yeah. pummel you. Or he smashes you. Yeah. He smashes you into the ground. Just <laughs> like, uh, like Hulk did to Loki. 
Yeah. And then uh, it also added some game modes. So there's a campaign up to four players, which you could play uh, online or on the same uh, system, a single player. Um, they had a versus, which was the same four players, up to four other human players take control of very special infected and try to prevent the survivors from completing a stage. Uh, the special infected are randomly assigned and uh, uh, they can't control the witch or any common infected. Um, occasionally you would get to play as the tank. Uh, they you swap sides once per stage, then you get scored, you know, then they had a survival and, uh, and then they had one called scavenge where you had to collect fuel cans and power up a generator while the infected players try and stop them. But left for dead Two added the realism mode, which can be enabled at any difficulty and it moves, uh, removes some of the more video game aspects, like being able to see each other's silhouettes through walls. Uh, you can only be revived with defil- defibrillators and not respawn later. Uh, weapons uh, only glow when you're a few feet away, so you have to search more thoroughly. Headshotted enemies deal more damage, but bodies and limbs require more shots, which pretty much got moved into Back for Blood. Like, Back for Blood, is that's pretty much just the way that it is. Uh, yeah. But at the time, it was, uh, it was a way to be, as Valve said, challenged as a team without having to increase the difficulty of the game if you wanted to run through a, a low-level campaign game uh but have it be a bit harder without having to go up a level and deal with the entailing uh you know added damage or 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 you know friendly fire all that stuff which i thought was really cool um and the ai director back doing the same thing uh except this time it rewarded players for taking more longer, more difficult paths through each episode by providing more useful equipment, special ammo packs, high tier weapons, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it also had the ability to alter elements of the level, such as the placement of walls, level layout, lighting, weather conditions, making each play session truly unique. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's, it's, it follows, if you download the DLC of left for dead, it follows the story uh, where to this second group of people, uh, Ellis, Coach, uh, Nick, and Rochelle uh, wind up uh, uh, crossing uh, paths with the characters from, from Left 4 Dead on their way to New Orleans, uh, which is where they're trying to go to find uh, salvation and safety. Obviously, we're in a post-apocalyptic, post-zombie world, zombies everywhere, and everywhere they go kinds of turning out to be a... a, a you know, uh, a bummer. It's kind of a disaster. Yeah, it's kind There's of just a kind of a. It's just one fight waiting to happen, just one after another. Um, and this one, you once again, uh, you go through a bunch of different campaigns, each with their own uh, sort of unique land landscapes, um, which I personally think are some of my favorite levels in any game ever. I think, because we'll go, I guess we'll go through them. Um, so there's the sacrifice, which is the one that connects the first yeah, one the to this them. one, which is sort of just sort of set in Georgia. Then you go to Dead Center, which is a shopping mall level, and is just levels and levels, literal floors and levels of fun. <laughs> I love it. And then Dark Carnival. The amusement park level, 
which I think is probably my favorite level. Yeah, of that's all the one that I have like mad memories of. Ever. Yeah, it's so good. And the clown zombies, like, come yeah. on, dog. Like, so and the sick. like tr- achievement for like shooting them in the nose and like or hitting them in the nose. I forget it honks if you hit them. Yeah, uh, the tunnel of love part in it, the part where you're stuck on the roller coaster with hordes of zombies chasing after you. Uh, then like the big shootout at the end in the concert hall area with that the rock music sick. playing. That's so sick. It's like um, metal music is playing and you're just absolutely going ham. Um, uh, also uh, the sugar cane, the parish level, uh, or yeah. sorry, not the, uh, the hard rain. Uh, yeah. Hard with, rain. That's the flooded level with where all the witches. Going. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's swamp fever, which is like a Southern swamp level. And, uh, there's also in that level, I think there's also like uh swamp people, uh special like infected, which are fucked. So they like pull you like underground or something. Yeah, it's love it's for something dead. Something like that. It's it's there's like this one they have like each level I think has like some slightly alterations to the infected. And uh and this time uh I believe Left for Dead 2 in uh in um uh I believe that that um they changed some more stuff. They added uh, uh the, that's when they added the credit scenes that gave the f- statistics. Um uh the they have to get to the safe zone and close the door once they're all f- safely inside. Um and the f- last level requires you to call for rescue, much like in the first game. Um uh, but they have, uh, uh, this time they have primary weapons, secondary weapons, throwable weapons, and major medical supplies. Uh, uh, they are, what is the, is this the one where they added the, the grenade launcher? Yep. And the M60, yep. um, the, uh, where's the one, is this the one where you started using, you could use, uh, melee weapons? Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah, was, you could like pick up like baseball bats, machetes. Uh, I forget. Could you pick up like a crowbar? I, I don't know. There's all uh, you could pick up like a samurai sword. I think you could pick up yeah, all types. There's of a shit. bunch of stuff. Uh, and then uh, axe. yeah, the axe. Um, they also uh, you can see the health and status of your fellow survivors now. Um, and if you take damage, you move more slowly. If they're incapacitated, they have to fight with a handgun until they're rescued by the, another survivor. I mean, some of these things were brought over from the first game. So we're, we're you know, it, some of it was added, some of it was brought over, but this is all stuff that are commonplace in Left 4 Dead 1, Left 4 Dead 2. Um, and yeah, Left 4 Dead 2, just as far as like vibes, uh, is crazy. The whole South, like the, the witch, the witch sugarcane farm in the storm oh yeah is, like, yeah that's like witches everywhere everywhere it's terrifying uh the the dark carnival the level that's in new orleans the parish the last level yeah. like yeah all, they're oh, all yeah sorry this is the game that has the bridge level not the yeah. first one oh, no no there's a the first one has i think a smaller bridge part but this one has like the big part which is fucking so hard to do at the uh, end of the parish, which I guess makes sense given that it's the last chapter of the last act. It's the last part of the game. So yeah. obviously it's going to be hard as fuck. 
Um, fun fact though that I just found out uh, when Left 4 Dead's develop two started develop sorry when Left 4 Dead 2's development started uh, shortly after the first game Valve wanted to title the game Back for More. But they dropped it for Left 4 Dead 2, which is interesting considering the new game is Back 4 Blood. Uh, We should say Left 4 Dead is left for the number dead. Yes. And Back 4 Blood is back for the number blood. Anyway. um, And well, back and left and something I like, the small fun fact about Left 4 Dead the uh, box art, cover art for it is very cool. Like the first on Left 4 Dead, it's a hand where the thumb's missing. So it has four fingers up. But then on the second one, uh, the pinky uh, ring and the thumb are missing. So then it has just two fingers up. Yes. Because so, that... Left 4 Dead 2, which then caused controversy, controversy I yeah. guess. Is that... In other places, because I guess that's like the equivalent of giving like somebody in like Britain the middle finger, right? Or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. 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 So they were not very happy about that. But you know. <laughs> they uh, just go to the store, you just see a giant poster. It's just like, hey, fuck you. It's like, what? <laughs> I just mutilated hand got a problem with me. Fuck yeah. you, dude. And in this one, there's more uh also special common infected. So like you the infected CETA agents, CETA is like their, you know. Um, oh yeah the ones that are wearing like hazmat yeah which were fireproof the clowns uh the private security contractors in the riot gear which makes them bulletproof from the front the 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 uh like swamp people guys anyway yeah there was swamp people there were there were a bunch of stuff that were added to it uh to kind of bulk out the game they also um this game where did I see it? This, as you said, Left 4 Dead 2 has a lot more funny lines and quips. Well, the Left 4 Dead 2 has 7,800 unique lines of dialogue, which is a 40% increase over Left 4 Dead. So it actually is almost yeah. uh, one and a half more uh, vocal stuff. And the the writers designed the characters and selected the appropriate bo- voice actors who had natural accents for the lines and allowed actors freedom to help authenticate the rules. Um they would attend recording sessions for the voice actors and allow them to ad lib their lines for characters, often getting new ideas for character dialogue to be recorded later, particularly in the case of Ellis uh, and uh, uh, the uh, voice of Virgil, who's the boat captain. At one point, he was actually from Louisiana who spoke natural Cajun and helped them embellish the role. Uh, all of these, you know, they put a little bit more thought and a little bit more width and a little bit more size and grandeur to what was already a very, very solid first game. Uh, and they sussed it out in a way that it became so much bigger. And then they added the sacrifice, uh, DLC to both of the games where made the games interconnect and had the two sets of characters, the survivors interacting with each other. And it really just built it out as, uh, just such a strong game plus the replay playability the frights the fun and there is nothing nothing like the feeling of you and your buddies getting through a really tough part in in left for dead 2 left for dead back for blood and not breaking a sweat like when you're in unison and just going absolutely ape mode like gorilla mode and you're just doing it and you're like hell yeah and then afterwards you kind of all just smile you're like yeah there's there's a level of satisfaction to it that just makes it so good 
So good. Yeah. It's one of the few games that I actually enjoy going on microphone and like communicating with people. Like most shooter games, I'll just play by myself and just be like, fuck it. Like, I don't need to talk to these other five assholes. We can figure out how to kill people. But on this one, given that, like, you know, everybody wants to survive, it's not you against anybody. It's co op. Well, for the most part, unless you want to play the versus modes, obviously. Um, but if you're just playing the main campaign, you know, you, you, you want to do good and you want to talk to people. And, you know, even if it's like not your friends, you know, sometimes you go and you play some with decent people and you're like, oh shit, this is actually fun. It's one of the few games that I actually enjoy the multiplayer and like multi, like talking to people on it. So, uh, and the community behind this game is really big. Uh, it was beloved. Um, you know, Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 scored around the same as everybody else, you know, 4.5, 9.5, 9 out of 10, 9.5, 89, 9 out of 10, 9 out of 10. It was quite uh, 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 well reviewed at the time. And then it became a, uh, it, it grew out into a large community. And this was, you know, 2009, around the time that the internet and internet communities were getting really, really big. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, what this allowed to happen was that it also allowed uh, a large, um, using, I assume, Gary's Mod and other source uh, uh, programs that allowed a lot of people in the community to... Um, uh, add to the game. You you had the passing, a prequel to the past of the sacrifice, mm-hmm. uh, which was released as an add-on for both Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2, where they meet each other. Uh, and then uh, um, the uh, Valve put out the full No Mercy campaign from Left 4 Dead 1 as a Left 4 Dead 2 campaign, which is uh, playable from the original survivor, playable with the original survivors from Left 4 Dead. The maps are nearly identical, but uh, contains all the enhancements of the sequel um, and all that stuff. But then the community stepped in and created a bunch of stuff. They created a content package called Coldstream, uh, uh, that uh, they had tested and they started testing for Xbox 360 uh, and uh, they started playing on that. Um, Coldstream came out. It was it had a bunch of stuff in it. Then there was The Last Stand, which added, uh, which was became with Valve's Blessing an official update to the game. It had 20 new survival maps, additional updates to the game. Uh, you can look it up. I'm not going to rattle through all of them, but there's... Hmm. Uh, they added a whole lot more of the community, especially because around this time you had Gary's mod and you had a, a large modding community yeah. through Steam. That this, well, that's specifically on like PC. If you're playing, if you were playing on Xbox like me, you couldn't. No, they they released all stuff. of them. They released uh, on Xbox 360 and PC. Um, on uh, on uh, they released Coldstream, and then they I don't know about the Last Stand. That I'm not sure about. Um, but uh uh the they had uh they added a lighthouse map uh they you know um hmm. and at the time they were working on half anyway it's a big it's a big thing but there was a big community of modders people working on it and it still exists today you can play 
Left 4 Dead if you have PC or Mac and it can be modded the hell out uh, and it can have all these crazy things added to it because it it was so beloved and it did become such a staple and there was such a community around it. I know people who actually still stream Left 4 Dead 1 and Left 4 Dead 2 on Twitch regularly. Um, Maddie from, from the Inside Studios, I was watching him run through it uh, recently and also they've done it cross cross uh cross platform so you can play on your mac with people on pc you can play on you know your xbox with blah blah blah. i mean back for blood on playstation you can play with anybody anywhere same with back for blood on on computer and on uh, xbox you can play it's all totally cross platform which is amazing because i i'm glad that it went that way except for the fact that when we play rocket league and we play against people on pc it's a lot easier to control the car with a mouse i guess i don't know that's what i've been told they seem to be able to do everything that we can't with our controllers but i'm not yeah keep it to myself keep it far more control over where you're shooting where you're going with a mouse you just point and click oh well follows you it's yeah it's way easier well, at least, uh, you know, that it is what it is. I do like the fact that we can play all this stuff. So let's, we've covered all that stuff. I don't know if you want to add any more about Left 4 Dead 2 uh, or Left 4 Dead. They're great games. You should play them if you haven't. They're classics. They're very, I mean, I like I said, and like you said, Otis, we both played the shit out of Left 4 Dead 2. Like I can, if if, if I picked up a controller and started playing Left 4 Dead 2 right now, probably about five minutes into the first match, I'd be like, oh, I remember where everything is. You know, I, I remember where I'm supposed oh, to yeah. go. Like, it was so much that it was like, <laughs> you know, it kind of insane. Uh, uh, it's another up there with Red Dead Redemption, when, which I had on my Xbox 360, and it was same same thing. You know, played it, played it to death. Played it to death. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. Is there anything you want to add to that? No, no. Those games are awesome. Yeah. Uh, spent a lot of hours playing with them. And so more or less, that's why I'm so stoked that this next game is now out after, I guess, uh, a 10 year absence, absence of any sort of updates to the series of Left 4 Dead. Uh, it's sort of faded away. Uh, people have clamored for a third one. And while we didn't necessarily get Left 4 Dead 3, um, Back for Blood is more or less Back for Left 4 Dead 3. It yeah, basically it's, is, it's, and it fills the void that uh, I, that was in me. That was in my... <laughs> uh, filled filled uh, a hole that know, needed to be filled. Yeah, there, there was a zombie-killing hole that I had Things like Call of Duty Zombies doesn't fill it for me. Other zombie games don't do it for me. Left 4 Dead filled something. It brought me joy. And, you know, I didn't have a game. Like, now there's a lot of games that, you know, are horde games, multiplayer horde games. You know, like the new Alien game that you've been playing, which seems cool. It's similar, I guess, sort of in uh, concept ideas. So you see that, but... Killing zombies was my shit, and I needed it, so I'm so fucking happy that Back for Blood is now out on all platforms, except for Nintendo. Yeah, and uh, and and it was released just with not within this past month. Like it was October 12th. It was uh, they announced it 
way back, like around the launch of the PS5 is when they started announcing it. It's Turtle Rock Studios, published by Warner Brothers Interactive. Um, and it is the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, developed by the creators of the original game. Features pretty much the same gameplay, but with some added stuff that will break down. Um, and, uh, and yeah, Turtle Rock Studios split from Valve, who had the uh who has the rights to the franchise um but uh the game received favorable reviews people who loved left for dead left for dead 2 loved this game um there were things that when it first came out i didn't understand it didn't necessarily like but i've really grown to love uh some of the changes that they've made to the game um again four player cooperative games one player with ai uh companions eight players pvp mode uh, focuses on replayability. Um, the uh, it follows these. Uh, uh, unlike the other game where it's a flu, there's a something called the Devil Worm, uh, who, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be an alien. Uh, it, it gets found in the Arctic uh, and brought to Quebec. So I guess sorry that Canada was the one that did this. I guess, but uh, yes. but uh, but now it, the main campaign is now set in pennsylvania so blame meg yeah i guess the main campaign is set in pennsylvania and uh and and yeah it's I, she's got her headphones on so she can't hear me but you know i'll i'll tell her afterwards uh i'll i'll have some words um but yeah so the the devil worm it is a worm that goes inside of a person and takes them over as a parasite and uh uh replicates itself or or whatever inside the person and then when that person bites someone else it goes into their skin and takes them over turns them into a zombie you have the boss or uh special infected special ridden in this um very very similar uh but in small ways different they they break down the different types of of uh each of the special infected into multiple different types so mm-hmm. You have the the uh, exploding ones, which are the boomers, uh, but w- one of them spits acid and one of them just explodes and hurts everybody around you. Uh, yeah. If you get your stuff on it, if you get your their bio on you, then it, uh, when they explode, then it calls a horde as it does in Left 4 Dead 2. You have the tall boys, which are pretty much like the, the crushers in the other game or the chargers in the other game. Yeah, they're kind of like the chargers and the... Uh the other dudes kind of like mixed together because they also like run the they kind of like the chargers in the tank kind of because they do take you they smash you they grab you they run away they jump and like run at you so uh yeah they're kind of the like combinations of the older infected yeah and then and there's uh ones called breakers which are tanks they're big big ones that are hard to kill. And then some of the breakers have different special abilities. Like they reduce visibility slowly as you're fighting them. So it gets harder and harder to fight them. Um, there's, uh, special boss ones. Like there's giant ones that come out of the ground, uh, that you have to shoot, uh, the, the weak spots to get them to have their health down. And then there's, uh, you know, uh, these things I got, I got a, look up the names because i get them all confused yeah. here so hold on one second back so, for blood there's for hawkers blood. which are the yeah, four armed ones that like hang out on the wall and fit like uh like webs at you and yeah. so they're kind of like a hunter and a spitter 
or a hunter and a like smoker kind of combined. Then there's the the big guys, which are called wretches. Um, then the big arm dudes, which are bruisers or tall then, boys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they call them tall boys. They call them all sorts of different names, which is kind of well, confusing. Yeah, because they have different, it, it's different. So yeah. the wretches, some of them will spit on you. Some of them will just explode. They'll just like barrel through the group and explode. Yeah. Some of the hawkers will spit on you and it and it sticks you in place. Mm-hmm. But then some of them will just spit on you and it hurts you bit by bit. Some of them will jump jump around and try and get on top of you some of them won't like there's a bit um there's a breakers which are the big ones covered in armor that are terrifying there's a bruiser a crusher and a tall boy the bruiser Uh, use oh go ahead oh i was gonna say there's the snitch like the ones that if you shoot them or alarm them they're kind of like they're half like the witch they're not as strong as a witch from left for dead um are you talking about the hag yeah, the, they're as annoying as them. Where if you don't shoot them in the head fast enough, they're going to fucking yell, and you're going to. Oh no, a lot the snitch! Of, Sorry. Yeah, the snitch, the snitch snitches, and then there's sleepers which are attached to walls, so they'll be like in rooms, and you'll come around the corner, yeah. and they'll jump off, and they'll hold you down. Yeah, the snitch, they can't really hurt you, but if you if they damage or they see you, it'll scream, and then all of a sudden the hordes will. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Um, and there's the the giant ogres, which are like serve as bosses throughout like certain levels, which are just giant. Like as you said, the ones where you have to shoot them, and like, yep, these one has like lots of red areas, and they're giant as fuck. And uh, they'll if they catch you, they'll smash you. Yeah. And then I think that's all, save for the last super annoying evil, <laughs> which I already lady. said. But wait, Sorry, I want to. I want to just. The hag? Yeah, I said the hag, but I I want to. I oh. wanted to break this down a bit more. That each of the ones that we get, and there is one more that I, I don't. I'm not going to talk about it yet because uh, it's the big boss that you fight at the end. We haven't seen it, uh, and I don't want to yeah, speak on it until I've seen I it. Got that far yet? Um, because uh, we're playing through it together. Uh, but, um, sorry, the long, the big arm guys, there's, there's the tall boys. That's what they call them. There's a bruiser crusher and tall boy. Uh, the bruiser has a big arm. That's a club and it uses, uh, to, to smash the ground all around it. And they have a weak point in the floor, in the, uh, in the shoulder, the crusher, he'll pick you up and lift you up into the air and crush you slowly. Um, and the bruiser will, uh, charge up a single strike that slams on the ground in front of it and everybody nearby will go flying. So there, it's like small variations of each of them, just like the explosion. Yeah, so even if you see an enemy and you're like, okay, it's one of those guys, you don't necessarily know what's going to exactly happen. Because sometimes you'll be like, oh, it's this guy. He just grabs me. And the next thing you know, He's whipping you off a fucking bridge, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Yeah, and I didn't like know the so the guy's gonna do that. The exploders, the reekers, and the wretch are different takes on the boomer. Where the exploder, he just uh, they they all burst when shot, and uh, exploder will just explode, but it can also self destruct. If it explodes close enough, it'll be put. You'll be pushed backward through the air, and you'll be turned covered in the uh, in the slime. The reeker spits out slime. Uh, it'll obscure your vision and bring a horde. It also has a melee attack uh, because this explosion doesn't cause damage. You have to shoot it in the stomach. The wretch, uh, it's 
spits projectile vomit acid acid everywhere like the spitters goo um and it leaves behind puddles of the acid and they always run away i hate these guys because they come up somewhere they throw acid all over the ground and then they run away and they go to a different part of the map and then they pop out again and they're really hard to kill um just like fuck man leave me alone and the hawkers the stingers the stalker the hawker will uh uh he spits phlegm and it hit you and you'll get trapped the stinger it clings and sticks to walls so it doesn't need to get on the flat ground it spits out a projectile string that will damage you and the stalker is pretty much the the jockey it hides around corners jumps on top of you and pulls you away from everybody else it's pretty much the jockey um and then we talked about the snitch talked about the ogres big guy let's talk about the hag because the hag takes the witch from uh from left for dead and turns it into something even more disgusting. And it also has an ingenious way of causing you a lot of problems, uh, which makes it a lot more like um, uh, instead of being like, oh, you know, the witch, we can just walk around it and stuff like that. The hag. The hag just kind of shows up. Like there's been twice now where I've just turned a corner and it's there and I'm like, oh shit. So I shoot at it, which is, not what you're supposed to do. Uh, don't shoot it uh, right away. Try to avoid it. Um, only shoot at it when you know you're definitely going to fucking kill it. Because if that thing gets you, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, uh, if it literally eats you, but it doesn't kill you if it eats you. Because what it will do, it will still run around, and your teammates have enough time to try and shoot it and get it you out of its stomach. But if they don't save you in time, the hag will dig a hole underground. And you're and gone. And then, I guess, shit you out underground. I don't, you just die. I don't know yeah, what you happens. Yeah, you're gone. It seems terrible. Uh, and the other thing is that the hag, uh, like, the, like the witch, which I don't know if we said earlier, but the, the hag, when it comes, you there's like this spooky music. Um, and if it sees you or if you shoot it, it will run at you, whoever it sees, and, and eat it eat them so if you're separated in any way and the hag sees you and comes for you it will grab you put you in its mouth and be gone and you'll be like and you'll be screwed because it'll put you in your mouth and it'll run away and if you're away from your team or you're at all disconnected it becomes very very hard to get you have to shoot it a long time to get it to get out of it there is luckily when it's digging it's weak spots on the back so you if you all shoot at the weak spot it tends to work out but it is uh, uglier than the witch. It's like giant. Looks like something out of like with a Hellboy movies. Yeah, Guillermo like del Toro's any pack. I don't know. Yeah, G- Guillermo del Toro. I said Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy movies. It's this big, top heavy, ugly, uh, like freaky looking thing, and it causes you a lot yeah. of problems. Now, as we've said, that there's all these variations of the different types of special infected that may throw up, may show up. There are also uh, a lot more uh, weapons and weapon customizations. You can add different mm-hmm. stocks. You can add different ammo. You can add different uh, um, uh, sights, uh, uh, barrels, barrels, um, all the different. And then stuff. there's also different types of uh, weapons. So it's not just one assault rifle. You know, you have variation of assault rifles, various SMGs, snipers, shotguns, pistols. Yeah. Etc. There's all types of everything. Yeah, and then uh, on top of that, you've got the melee weapons. You've got, uh, and then they have different types of throwables where you can throw firecrackers to attract them. You got a pipe bomb, 
grenades, Molotov cocktails. You can put down uh, barbed wire to slow down groups of zombies. Like if you want to make a stand somewhere, you can throw it down mm-hmm. on the ground. They've also added special rooms, which you need toolkits to unlock along with special uh, weapons and special, um, you find a special room. There's always health in there. There's always uh, uh, coins and stuff and the coins you use to buy different upgrades between each act of the, or each part of the act, each chapter of the act. It allows you to upgrade your character and purchase perks for the whole group. And then on top of that, you have the card system, which is uh, you build your own deck of cards that after every level you play, you unlock the use of another card or another two cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and those cards you add to your character, which will give you bonuses, such as you have improved accuracy, you have more likely to shoot through, uh, you know, 100% penetration with assault rifles, you get uh, two health every time you melee kill someone, you have plus 20% on on um on speed and agility you have you know all they're all varied and some of them are group cards some of them are just for you some of them give you great perks but they also give you uh remove attributes like you are more likely to kill people with a shotgun but your shotgun's 20 percent slower lit raising and stuff like that or lets you carry more shit one of them lets you have a knife so instead of just like you start off with just being able to melee with just fists so it gives you a knife which then helps a fuckload more yeah especially in tough situations when you're trying to reload uh and uh, yeah yeah, it's, yeah like any it seems like they've gone through like all the possible stats and all the numbers and like there's a card for everything and like we've probably only have touched like the tip of the iceberg of the amount of cards you can get because there's even cards from the other side so they're not just you. They also play cards that affect the zombies. Like yeah, so that's the, the director mode. And the map itself. So every time you play, it's guaranteed to be different. Yeah, so the this is the director mode on steroids. Sometimes you'll go into a level and it will be a torrential downpour. Sometimes you'll go through the level and there will be birds everywhere that will uh, uh, that will announce the zombies. Sometimes you'll get mist. Sometimes it'll be daytime. Sometimes it'll be nighttime. Sometimes there will be special ridden that run fast. Sometimes you're likely to get four times as many uh, 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 like boss ridden things. Sometimes you get an ogre. Sometimes you get snitches everywhere. If you if you are particularly unlucky, you'll get it being misty with birds snitches and armored ridden you know every time you play through it goes it makes it a bit different and then plus the director's likelihood of changing where weapon stores are where caches are where things are are located every time you play through it's a little bit different uh or a lot different and it can be really really tough like Mm -hmm. i played through a level playing by myself then later went back and played it again with Otis. And and I believe Steve was with us when we were playing and, uh, and it was 10 times harder because of the, Mm -hmm. the cards that were given. And we were playing on recruit. Like we're just trying to get through the story and get a handle of it. And you know, it, it, it ramps up. And then as the game goes along, your ass when it wants to, yeah. And the game, (laughs) the game decides, Oh, you thought this was easy. Yeah. It just fucking, just like sprinkles hell, just little, Oh, you just want a little death? Here you go. Just a little. Yeah. Or you can have cards that will double the size of the hordes. You will Mm -hmm. 
have a card that will make it so that every five minutes a random horde shows up no matter what. You'll have modes where, um, you know, you you can only, or you have cards that come down that only uh, spawns extra, extra enemies. Like, it's just, it's, it's it makes every time you play very, very different um, and very, uh, very much uh, uh, with the, the, the corruption cards and then with the deck of cards that you can create for your character, you can truly like customize your ability to play it as you go, not only as you go along because it be, it becomes more of a, uh, you're allowed to really like hone the kind of character you want to play. Uh, and, mm-hmm. but also it, you know, it changes up what you expect every time you can't expect it to be the same. You can't expect everything to go as smoothly or as hard as it did before. Uh, and it just really is like the, on steroids, you know, the, the director AI on steroids. And then on top of that, this one offers like customization of characters. You can unlock gun skins. You can unlock different outfits from characters, um, or different like single, uh, you know, pants, shirts, hats, whatever. Um, and then, you know, it has, it's everything you love about left for dead, except just infused with the capabilities of these later generation consoles. Um, and it's fun as hell. It's, it's the same. If you like, like Otis said, if you have had the void that was missing from left for dead Two, back for blood is what you need is, is, mm-hmm. it's what, it's what has to happen in your life. It's, yeah. And then, and it, updated with you know sort of like modern sort of gaming uh like tendencies you know so there's sort of like the unlocking ways the ways you gotta unlock stuff because now there's more characters there's more guns there's more skins there's stuff to like actually play through there's now like a central hub in that's like a playable sort of like safe zone um instead of just being like in the menu it's like a playable menu basically uh, with the fort, whatever they call fort it, hope, where Fort Hope, yeah, Fort Hope. So you can go around, you can go and edit your guns, you can edit your deck of cards, you can edit your characters. Which now there's also more characters. You got eight, eight characters, and each character now also has uh, special abilities that you know uh, either help themselves. Like some characters are stronger, some characters you know are better with guns, more proficient. Some are more proficient with med packs and stuff. So. You know, if you're playing with friends, these are things to also consider. Like if somebody's like, oh, I want to play more of a medic style, you can be Doc, who is a medic character, and, and play that. If you want to be a cards. dude that just fucks shit up. Yeah, and then you can pe- pick medic cards that improve your ability to heal people or mm-hmm. improve, you know, you can pick cards that will say, well, you every time you heal someone, you get 20% more healing. Yeah. Uh, if you heal yourself or somebody else, you know, you, you get all these different things. You get cards that allow you to carry more than one secondary, uh, mm-hmm. you know, health object. the cards are health, separated you know. into like four different characters, like four different like categories. There's like defensive, offensive, then there's like stamina, then there's... Uh, like am, ammo and like a yeah token utility stuff. or something and like, like that. They, yeah. yeah, they affect different aspects of gameplay. So if like if you want to be a dude that just like runs and smashes people, you can play the cards to do that. You can just get your stamina and health up and like your melee up and just smash. Yeah, and then, and at first when this when I f- saw all this stuff, I thought, oh, like this seemed a bit overwhelming. But now that I've played it a, a decent amount and I've actually played different games with different card loadouts and stuff like that. 
I'm really liking the fact that it is so customizable and that you can make changes. And it does, again, it just adds to the replayability because each time you want to do something different, like if you want to stack yourself up as like a shotgun wielding, uh, you know, power forward, I guess, and your jaw yeah. and you want to get out there and just like literally shred people, you can do that. Or if you want to stack yourself up as a, as a, an agile sniper who can move fast, but also has in, improved accuracy and deeper bullet pre- penetration and um, more ammo, then you can do that. Like there's ways that you can build out these characters so that each of them are uh, unique and get stronger as the level goes on. Um, and that makes it just more interesting. And obviously there's rewards for playing through as each of the players, uh, you know, if you, the more you play through as so-and-so, you know, whether it's, um, the, all their names are eluding me right now. Uh, 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 Carly. Yeah. Cause I play as Holly cause she has the sick baseball bat with the fucking nails in it. She's badass. Uh, there's Evangelo who's young dude. Uh, there's mom who's the old chick. There's Hoffman who's like the fat conspiracy theorist dude. Doc who's the uh, Asian doctor lady. Uh, Jim, uh, don't I forget who he is. Then there's Carly who's like the lone wolf assassin sort of type person. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, blah, 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 Did blah. you say Walker? Chris the the Walker. Yeah, or Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the conspiracy guy. Yeah, Hoffman's the conspiracy guy. Yeah, there's 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 eight cleaners to start, all of which you uh, unlock things as you go along. You you have uh you know things that that will um, like aesthetic stuff and also like you know there's a new profile system and everything. Uh, and then with the annual pass, which is included in the deluxe and ultimate editions, but you can buy it on its own, uh, will include new playable characters, new maps, uh, new weapons, all that good stuff. I mean, you can't have a modern game without having some kind of pass now, I guess, but, um, but that's, that's what they, you know, uh, you add to it. Plus there are the supply lines, which allow you to unlock new cards, new uh, cosmetics, new sprays. They have a spray paint thing. Um, And with the variation of the weapons and every playthrough through if you want to try a different gun or try a different way of getting there uh and then on top of that it's based around the the core left for dead style gameplay which is just fun as hell and you know i really think that they took something it was like left for dead and left for dead 2 took what made left for dead good and built on it and turtle rock took all the things that made left for dead amazing and built on it it really is like should be left for dead three pretty much, but they obviously change things because it can't be the same game because they no longer own the rights to the franchise, but it is, it is, if, if you wanted left for dead three, it is left for dead three. And it, it is glorious. It is a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, and there's a bunch of other small things that they've added to it online. Like you can commend the players for how they play and, 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 uh, and a bunch of other stuff. But I mean, I'm not going to go through all of that. I I just think that it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's not reinventing the wheel. It really isn't, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's taking that wheel or it's not re, you know, it's, it's, it's it's taking an old style car and refurbishing it and making it into updating it for the 10 years later. Like it just, yeah, just, they just modernized the game that had, 
a fantastic formula. And we're like, well, how can we make this better? And, you know, they obviously realized that the f- big factor that, you know, attracted people to the Left 4 Dead series was the replayability of it. And the fact that, you know, things differ in each gameplay and those slight differences are the things that the fans like so much. So why not develop upon that system even more? And I think the card system built upon that fantastically. Yeah, it really did. And also... Another thing about this game that changes the kind of vibe of it a little bit more is that it's no longer a game where you're fighting to uh, survive. Instead, you are playing characters whose job that are known as cleaners and their job is to deal directly with the ridden. It's no longer, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm scared. I'm trying to run away. It's like, I'm here to work. Like, let's get to work. I'm trying to Uh, you know, it makes you feel a bit more badass and a bit more awesome. And there's some great lines of dialogue and stuff like that. I mean, to me, it's not as funny as, uh, or, or as charming as left for dead Two, but, uh, it makes up for that with great level design. Uh, it has its moments though, like the level where you're in the bar jukebox is playing. That's fantastic. Which I realized it plays, it plays different songs because the first time I played it, it played Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Then the second time I played it, it played a song by The Hives. So That's and then sick. so it's it plays so a bunch that level of different so songs. Sick. <laughs> I yeah. love that level. That that level is so much fun. And the cool thing is, is that they throw together like the levels in this one. There's a little bit more variation. Like there's a lot of like walking travel levels, but then there's also levels mm-hmm. where you like have to make a stand or you know. And then add on top of that the variation of the corruption cards in the AI director. And then, of course, the levels as you go up, it gets harder. There's more ridden. It's it's harder to play. Uh, and then altogether, you have a game that you can just run through. When you feel like playing it, you can get better and better. You can unlock things. There is a rewarding feeling. It's got a, a story that's more based around saving the world than escaping being helpless more you're playing Uh characters that are you know badass people who are who have been forced into this and you you know there's and then with the haptic feedback from the controllers you really feel it in your hands when you're firing it just works really well i mean i'm playing on ps5 uh Otis mm-hmm. is too but it just yeah. works really well and you can get it on ps4 you can get it on xbox one instead of um the new xbox series x or s or whatever it is i don't know i should know but i don't know um yeah, I think it's just xbox x xbox s series um and so it, it just it, you know as we said they take something that's good they've refined it made it better and added to it Got a lot of favorable favorable reviews. Uh, you know, it wasn't as high as Left 4 Dead 2, but we got eights. We got, you know, sevens, eights, eights, uh, eight, seven point five. Uh, you know, it's obviously not a new idea anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh Left 4 Dead yeah. and Left 4, for Dead 2. Yeah, were, there has been newer games that have like built upon like this style of gameplay. Like at the time, like left what Left 4 Dead was doing, it was very fresh. Now you know, this, as I've said earlier, like there's styles of games of this, like hordes upon hordes, especially zombies, like, you know, especially the zombie genre of games definitely got fucking oversaturated. Yeah. Although there um, are some really good other zombie games, and I would be remiss to say, um, even though when it released, it had a lot of problems. Days Gone is really good. 
Um, and, uh, and, and it's a lot of fun if you're looking for a, uh, a good game. If you have a PS5 and you have access to the PS4, uh, if you have if place if you are on PSN and you have the access to the PSN Plus uh, games that came with PlayStation Five, it's free and it's a lot of fun. It's different, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's an open world zombie game. It's a lot. Um, it's it's uh, it's different, but it, it's a lot of fun. And it, it it kind of changed things a little bit for for zombie games. But zombies got kind of played out. We were talking about this last episode about yeah. the fatigue of zombies. Things kind of got played out. And there were a lot of bad zombie games not gonna lie yeah. so we won't dwell on that instead of dwelling on we won't dwell on bad zombie games we'll just champion these really good ones that exactly bring us a lot of uh lot endless amounts of fun like i still haven't even fit we finished back for blood i'm still in act two uh, i haven't even touched swarm mode the other game modes so and I'm enjoying it so much. I only have one criticism of uh, Back for Blood, which is a criticism I've seen by many people online, which is like for people like me, which I generally don't like playing multiplayer. For this one, I was like, I'll definitely play multiplayer because, you know, I do enjoy it. But if you do play offline single player, you don't get any of the unlocks. You don't, You can't get any things that like help build your character you can't even get trophies for playing offline yeah it kind of is kind of a big turnoff like the game it really kind of shits on you for wanting to play by yourself with some bots which is like how why not just make it harder for me make me get re- less rewards for you know playing by myself you know there's ways to do it just don't completely cut it out I imagine this will be something that they'll probably change in a, yeah. a future and, update because I've seen enough outcry online that like, and it's such like a stupid, it's like, why would you not have trophies for offline play? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, it clearly, just, it, it, yeah, it was a bad call on their, on their, on their side of things. Like, I think that that, yeah. you know, that that's something where it's like, especially because there are plenty of people who don't like to play online, but love to achievement hunt. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's dropping the ball. The other thing that I saw, like some of the, uh, and this is by far not a perfect game. Um, the other thing that I saw uh, was Nick Bolt, who wrote for Bloody Disgusting. He says that the game still often plods along casually for long periods before unleashing far too much confusion and chaos all at once. Um, and given that this game is trying to build upon seemingly, ran- or given, uh, adding that given the game is trying to build upon Seemingly random encounters make sense, but there needs to be a level of puppeteering behind the scenes to ensure it's not a mess in play. There, I I do love being challenged by this game, but I can see how people would find this a little bit frustrating because it has happened to me a couple times where it just seems like I'm being thrown so much at once. Uh, where it just it's like almost impossible to get past it and i'm playing on recruit i think that probably they're gonna go and they're gonna tweak a couple things and work on it when the updates come out the dlcs this is still a new game like i think there's only been one and it is an online based game so you can only imagine that it will be consistently updated oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure all this stuff because a lot of games now they come out now and and it's not that this one's bad when it was released, but like you look at something like Battlefront 2, where when it came out, everybody was like, this is like the worst game. I can't believe you did this. 
And then, then you mean the, Battlefront? Oh, oh, Star Wars. Battle, yeah, sorry, Battlefront Two. Battle, yeah. yeah, yeah, Star Wars. Uh, yeah, that Star was Wars. Awful. It or came Cyberpunk, out and, every, and everybody still, was for like, some "Yeah, people, an unplayable game." <laughs> yeah, and people are putting stuff out, but then over time, now, I mean, the 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 main, the biggest one that I can think of is is No Man's Sky. Um, but No Man's Sky has also turned it around completely and released I don't know fourteen DLCs for free and turned into a totally different game. Um, yeah. and I think that that's one of the things is that's that, that with this, I think that they did really well for a first base release of the game. I would say an eight is very, very good. Eight seven point five eight for playing it. Um, mm-hmm. if you love left for dead, you know, it might score a little higher because of the nostalgia. Uh, but there are some issues with it that I'm, I'm hoping will be worked out by turtle rock as time goes on. And that the, as you said, the online or offline achievements and points, not going towards you, like it being its own contained thing that gives you nothing is kind of bunk. I wish that they wouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah. And obviously there are still some issues with the coding uh, and the way that the game kind of plays along because uh, you can't like, remember when we were playing with Steve and the ogre came, but then at the same time there was like uh, armored wretches and there were, and we all just got destroyed in like two minutes. It all just came too, yeah. too fast and, and too at random, which is fine. Cause we got play, too fast and too furious. Yeah. Too fast and too furious. Um, uh, but which is fine because we can play the level again and, and, you know, whatever. Uh, but it also at the same time, um, you know, if you don't, if you don't have enough continues and you lose it, you start again from that point, you lose all your cards. That makes it even harder. And you know, that, that, that for a game that is trying to build up and build up and build up, maybe I kind of agree that, of of course I want random encounters, but a little bit more cognizant puppeteering might make it a little bit more cleaner. Um, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure, especially since the, like the level progress isn't, isn't, doesn't go as linear as, uh, left for dead, which is left for dead. It's just like, here's five campaigns with their five individual levels within that level. Whereas this one's like, here's different acts with different levels in each chapter. And then also when you play it, you create a run. So your run is your unique sort of campaign. And you can go from, you can start from wherever and end wherever within this run. And so in Left 4 Dead, you could die and just keep going and going and going until you get the level. In this, if you start a run and you run out of lives, you're fucked. You got to go back to the beginning. Yeah. So or or if you start or if you start from where you ended, you don't have any of your cards. So all yeah. the stuff that you built up on the run and then you lost. Yeah. Because is, you're starting a new run. If yeah. you're picking up from where you died, then it's then a new run. So then you have a whole new set of cards. You might be playing with different people. You know, the enemies are going to have different cards as well. So even if you fail and are like, okay, I figured out the formula. I know what to do this time. You can go and start at the exact same level. It could be completely fucking different. Yeah. So, and I mean, I do love that. It does great things for replayability, but I, I, I do, I, I slightly agree that maybe a bit more of the streamlining of the, of the way, uh, maybe just changing some probabilities, uh, and some, some, uh, kind of coding for random stuff so that you don't have overlap. Like if you have uh, a level with an ogre, 
and then you somehow it also randomly spawns uh you know five special infected and then a couple seconds later you trigger something else that randomly spawns five special infected and then also there's birds which send off the horde i mean it's great it's challenging but playing on recruit you know that's almost impossible uh i can't imagine playing on one of the harder levels like there's almost no way so maybe a little bit of coding to watch the overlap on that or at least giving some timing some separation and stuff like that it might make it seem a little bit less like, uh, as this critic pointed out, sudden chaos. I don't mind sudden chaos if it's manageable, but there have been times where it has been almost unmanageable. And I want it to be hard enough that I barely scrape through, not hard enough that we all die within five minutes and then we lose our run. You know what I mean? Like there has to be kind of maybe some tweaking of that in there. Um, But also at the same time, you know, sometimes you die in the zombie apocalypse and what can you do? Right. So um, sometimes maybe we just got to step our pussies up. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what we got to do. All right. Well, I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, (laughs) Back for blood, left for dead, left for dead Two, Amazing series. Uh, Left for dead, left for dead Two, iconic, uh, classic play it. If you can, if you haven't, I have so many fond memories playing it. Uh, it's doing this episode has also made me think about how old I am because I'm like, wow, I remember I loved playing that when I when I was 20, and I'm like, holy yeah. shit! Uh, yeah, I played Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 when I was in high school. So yeah, yeah it's it, that's a, it's a tough look for us. It's a tough look for us. It's aged me a bit, um, but those are both great, fantastic. Uh, Back for Blood out now. I'm sure soon they're going to announce some DLC stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if it was on Halloween that they just suddenly are like, here's the first DLC because, you know, zombies, Halloween horror game. But sometime soon they're going to announce the first DLC uh, and parts of the annual pass. Um, I'm sure at some point, a couple episodes from now on a Lazy Bird episode, we might be able to give you an update because we're finished the game. Uh, but so far, loving playing it. I'm enjoying uh, what they've added, what they've improved upon. And hell yeah, nothing like going online with my pal Otis and smashing some zombie skulls in. It's a it's a real rock show. It's a real a real ride. Uh, yeah. And uh, and so we'll update you on that once they drop some DLCs and stuff. But go support, buy the game. Uh, if you like Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, it's definitely worth buying and playing and enjoying. Plus, it's cross-platform. So if you're listening to this, you buy it, you want to play with us, let's party up. Let's have some fun. Um, it's almost Halloween. A couple more days until Halloween. We're going to a haunted house tomorrow night. Uh, so I'm sure we'll talk about that soon. But we're going to Snyder's Fear Farm. Uh, and uh, hopefully we're going to see some weird, spooky-ass things. Uh, and then next week, we're going to do one more. Uh, horror episode um tentatively should i say what we're doing or tentatively Eh, no no all right keep it under wraps just in case if that doesn't work out yeah well okay we're gonna do something special for our our post halloween episode whether it's uh we'll do one of the big ones uh uh, whether we do something special and have a guest or we pick one of the you know all-timers or whatever we'll do something uh, mm-hmm. awesome and then we'll be back to kind of regular old stuff and then it's christmas who knows maybe we'll do some christmas movies who yeah knows? i don't know, I don't See know. Where it goes. 
All right. Well, as usual, go check out the Regicide trailer. Go follow them on Facebook. Any word from uh, from Snowblind yet? Is that GoFundMe up? Uh, no. Uh, only update as for that is uh, the title of Snowblind has changed to Snow Blinded. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. There's a Drake Gyllenhaal movie in production called Snowblind, and Jake Gyllenhaal has more money. Yeah, more clout, more. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to get on Jake Gyllenhaal's bad side. Um, Yeah. yeah, All right. Well, that that sounds good. Uh, Snow blinded. The 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 Mm -hmm. uh, uh, GoFundMe will go up soon. Hopefully, the next little bit. Uh, We Mm -hmm. got yeah, we got one more spooky episode. Halloween's in a couple days. Um, Some reason people in the states think that people are going to be giving away weed candies. And they're like scared of that. Did you read that? They're like yeah. this is like a fear that like news news outlets are saying like beware of people giving away marijuana candies. Do you know how um, much money that is to be yeah. like giving away? That's what like, I said. I was like, why you? would I give a child my edibles? Bruh, I need like five of those edibles just to feel something. Like, well, you're on a different level than I am. Um, <laughs> but still, you know what I mean? Like, why would I give? Why would I do that? What yeah. I mean, even aside from the cost of it and the fact that they're mine and I want to eat them, why would I give children? That's not real, I guess. But then why again would they give out candies with know. like needles in them? And that's stuff just a modern day. It? Like there's razor blades in the candy. No yeah, but that's, I mean, that's happened in the candy. That's happened before, though. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, it's but every time that happens, it's always like an uncle who wanted to kill his nephew or something. It's not just people doing it at random. It's yeah, very yeah. meticulous. Okay, but then even Rhymes. aside from that, nobody nobody is going to be like, hey, man, I bought, I spent $200 on edibles. I'm going to give them out to children. Nobody is going to do that. Okay. Nobody who, in, I, think, I can't stress enough that that is not going to happen. So please, if you have children, don't worry. I don't think anybody's going to give them marijuana edibles. I don't know. I just saw that today. And I thought, this is insane. Why are people scared of that? But got to be scared of something, I guess, to sell newspapers or whatever. Um, yeah. I guess that's pretty much it. Have a safe and happy Halloween. COVID is coming slowly to a, to a, a manageable level and things are, are leveling out. So I, I feel like a lot of people might be going to Halloween parties and stuff. Uh, take care of yourself. Enjoy yourself. Hope you have a great costume. I'm sure we'll talk to you guys about our Halloweens and, and our time at the Fear Farm whenever we do a Lazy Bird episode. Go play Back for Blood. Download Left for Dead 1, Left for Dead 2, run it up. Great Halloween game. We'll see you next week. Is there anything else you want to add? I guess, aside from following us on social media. Uh, no, no, no. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Otis Moore's hates. That's all. Yeah, That's follow it. me on, uh, on Twitter at PLMRDR and at uh, P-A-L-M-R-E-A-D-R on Instagram. Also, uh, if you play PlayStation and you have Apple Music, you can now download Apple Music app on your PlayStation 5, uh, which for me, as not necessarily a Spotify user except for podcasts, uh, it has been a revelatory experience because I literally used to pay for Spotify just so I could listen to music while I was gaming. And, uh, and I stopped doing that because it was a waste of money. But now you can use Apple Music. So, you know, whatever your streaming services, game on with your music or whatever, I guess. I just I didn't know if people knew that. I just saw it. Anyway, whatever. Uh, happy Halloween. We'll see you next week. One more scary episode. Initiate the protocol. Peace. Peace.